It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah! The Tuesday Cowboys here! Mike Polkenhaus. Happy yes. to be here, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm wearing my NASA t-shirt in honor of the performance of Josh Dobbs. That's smart. They're very right. smart. He They're did a great smart. job. I got it from a thrift store. There is a bleach stain on it, but let's look past it and just be <laughs> thankful for Josh Dobbs' What'd performance. What did you give for that? What did I, what did I pay 50 for it? cents? This was half off at um, Savers on a Monday. My guess would be this was probably two twenty-five, something like that. It's not bad at good all. Deal. Not at all. Thank you. you especially you know looking bleach stain. That's a good I, mean, I got to pay it. like 50 bucks for my shirts because I need like three extra. <laughs> sure, absolutely. Well, that's, <laughs> two shirts, that's two shirts stitched together. Exactly. The best thing about NASA is, you know, people say everybody has an opinion. But uh, if you're a regular person, we disregard all opinions at NASA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. there's no, you don't qualify. You don't qualify. No idea. Jeffrey no Mensa, yeah. IQ 165 plus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't walk in the door without that. No, no, no. no I know. By the way, by the Go way, ahead. you missed you guys. Uh, oh, there he is. Missed a guys. There's Jobs taking off. You guys missed a great conversation before the show. We were talking about fights, mm-hmm. like getting into fights. Yeah. Fist fights. Yeah, G, G came in at the end of the conversation, but Earl, who's new to our team, and I got into a lot of fights when we were, like, teens into the early 20s. Yeah, oh, oh, oh I see what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, not with one and, another. and then Anthony talked about getting into one fight, and Mike said he got, and surprisingly, G has not been in a lot of fights. You figure he's a big kid, people want to, you know. That's why. Who wants to tangle with yeah, those? Yeah, sometimes you want to challenge the big guy. That's no. true. My dad, who's a giant. Like, especially he used to be a giant who also, like, now he can barely turn around. It's like watching a steamship trying to yeah. turn around. But back in the day, he was a giant dude, 6'7", yeah. like, over, like, about three bills. Dudes had come up to him at the bar, like, little dudes yeah. who were drunk and wanted to challenge him because right. they had a little guy complex. And they're yes. like, I'm going to take on that guy. I'll show that woman who never loved me. Yeah. And then she goes there with my dad. And he's like, hey, buddy, I don't like the way you're looking at me. Dad would tie him up in a press. It depends. Were you good at diffusing situations? No, no. I was I was, I was good at not wanting to go to jail um so <laughs> mm-hmm. like the, the, yeah the cops was Smart. like good I, answer i remember we we did a self-defense <laughs> class me and my brother now my brother is is larger than me he's an offensive lineman so yeah. he's like six three six four he's like 340 right mm-hmm. and so we go to the self-defense class in college and it's our last semester or whatever and i'm just taking it just to get some courses i'm like yeah i'm gonna be here for five six years let's go ahead and do this and the cop came in he said all right we're gonna teach self-defense he said but i want to just show you this you guys right there, you obviously you guys are football players. He said, um, even if somebody attacks you, even if somebody attacks you, you are only allowed to use force as as, as much as possible in order to get out of the harm of that individual. Yeah, right. To defend yourself from harm. Because now, you're walking weapons. Yes. That's, that's a pretty fine line right there. And that's yeah. pretty cool, yeah. too. Like, it, they told the Van Damme height for that. So I don't yeah, think right. I qualify. I, I didn't even know that, Mike. He was <laughs> like, yo, he was like, because if somebody comes up and punches you, 
they're going to say, like an attorney is going to say, you lift weights every day. Mm -hmm. You're faster than him. You can run away. You, yeah. can, you can just restrain him. But if you hit him, and, and even if he hits you first, yeah. that's not self-defense and that's assault. And I said, but who could think about that in the moment? Though? Yeah. Well, who uh, even knows that? I didn't, right. I didn't, I didn't know, know that, that was yeah. a never knew that. Plenty of time to think about it in a jail cell if you do something wrong. So right. I'm sure that <laughs> yeah. gives you a little more pause. Yeah. And also, so it's essentially like you are always, I know not, you are always the male in a situation like that. And every other male is the female where you are given, they are not allowed the to hit them. The doubt. Right. You're not allowed you, to you touch. can't do it. Like, that's crazy. That stinks. But oh, I got into tough. tons of fights, like between 15 and 22, 23. I can't imagine. I can't imagine being upset anymore. Anybody, no. anybody would want to come after you. Yeah, I mean, all top. I can't say anything. Bull is like, what? I got What's to. I was telling these guys, you're got, a moron. I got to a fight at a White Castle once. Uh, that over. Was, I have, I, have I not told this story. No. Is this story okay to tell in the air? You think, Mike? Just censor the one word you told us before the show. <laughs> the word I, that started. I'm intrigued. Well, the word that started. There was a racial component to it because. Okay. I was with three guys, and we were the only white guys in this white castle, you know, that was, and, and mm -hmm. so somebody, uh, one of the people there called me a crazy, you know what, yeah. because I was fighting. <laughs> we're, in, we're in White Castle, and do you ever have a friend in your friend group who's like a real pain in the butt, like drives everybody sure. crazy? Sure. There's always one guy in that one. friend group. Yeah. So there's this guy, that, his name is Greg Cohen. I think he's like the, the commissioner of the, the City University of New York. They always end up on top, now. those ones. This guy. No, he's, he's a mess. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Hope Greg's He's watching. fatter than me. Uh, and, no, he's, not, he's probably not. <laughs> anyway, so we're in this White Castle. It's like four of my friends, including this guy, Greg. And he, I don't even know what he said to me, but he was driving me nuts. And I, like, jumped over a table, basically. to, mm -hmm. to a, Now, this was no great accomplishment. This guy was, like, 5'2", mm -hmm. 125 pounds. Right. But he was such a pain in the ass. He talked like oh, he was the man. biggest man on campus. Mm -hmm. right. And he was such a pain in the ass. So I'm, like, beating the crap out of him in this crowded white castle <laughs> in Starrett City, Brooklyn, at, like, 1.32 in the morning. Right. And then this woman goes, look at these crazy blah, right. blah, blahs. Uh -huh. You deserve that, by the <laughs> way. And then yeah. I just started laughing that. because what she said was really funny. Funny. It's true. So, but yeah. And the White Castle manager was like, just another Thursday. Yeah, we see it every day yeah. here. Exactly. We see it every day here. Yeah, fights. Um, I, I feel like fights when you're young happen all the time. Yeah. I feel like as we grow up and we learn the law, we were wising up. I was just hanging out with some friends from college, and we were talking about that. There used to be, just even when I was in college 20-some years ago, a lot more fights than there are now. Oh, yeah. Because like now you're worried about weapons like and all three kinds fights of a night. And yeah. everything's more litigious. And I think we've taken a step in the right direction. We go, yes. we make a lot of wrong moves in this society, but it's good that there aren't like, but there would just be like some old tiny Western fight that would break out in a bar. Now, all that being said, if you think they've night. gone away, just go to World Star. They haven't, oh, yeah, they haven't disappeared. What is that? I don't know what that is. <laughs> what? I don't well, know what World Star is. We will do a top World five Star. World Star video. World Star. So it's, it's, it's oh. basically a site yeah. that anytime there's a fight. Oh, they. People like a street upload fight. it, and oh. these say, I'm telling you, you talk about going down a rabbit hole. Yeah. Oh my God. See in two hours. Once yeah. you click, and on you'll the be first angrier one. and dumber when you come out of that <laughs> oh. rabbit hole. And, and 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 you know what? You'll have less faith in society. So it's all just street fights. It's basically. all street fights. It's probably oh, wow. killing us. I will, I will tell you, I'm going to have and to check that out. And while they're taping now. them now, they they yell, "World <laughs> Star!" Now most real. <laughs> most of the time, alcohol is involved in this. And the reason sure. I didn't get too crazy with alcohol or or with guys is because I told, like I told you, when like when I got drunk. Like, I didn't even, all the guys disappeared. Yeah. They were gone. It was just only women there. I was yeah. like, hey, G. Bush, we never saw you. I said, yeah, I wasn't looking for you, dog. <laughs> right. At all. <laughs> yeah. I didn't care how you were doing. Yeah, all right, I don't know how we got on that fight tape. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs>
But um, can we call up the coming up slate that we always put up every day before the show? Yeah, of course. Anthony, one of our producers, <laughs> is so positive. I want you guys to read number two on that what's, list. What's look, look, oh what, my look, God. what the hell evidence do we have that that's true, Anthony? Brissette blossoming into quarterback He hasn't taken a snap. He's just putting it into the universe. He really, it's hoping it comes true. Good I'll, for you, Anthony. Anthony, we love your optimism, though, bro. <laughs> We love I think it should say Brissett stepped in brief <laughs> to become the quarterback one. He right. Said, he said blossoming. Yeah. Like he had <laughs> Gene Bush like and I looked at that on the slate before the show and we're like, who wrote that? Right. Blossoming. What video do we have to bring? And, and you know what? On that, we can't play any videos. So yeah. There's no so video. That's we so just we, know. we have to take it. Or he is not blossoming. We have to take Anthony's word for it. Yeah. We do. We're going to take his word for it. We're going to talk about this later in the show. He's not going to play in preseason game number two either. Uh, yes. And I'm sorry. I nope. usually defer. Hey, he's the coach for a reason. Nope. Way smarter than I am. Hate it. I just think this is – we'll, we'll table it. that. Yeah. We'll come back to it. We're going to start today with appeal anxiety. We all have it. Sure. Yeah. It's a disorder. Mm-hmm. You can, I'm sure there's some sort of pill we can take for it. I hope. But I'm getting to my breaking point of appeal anxiety because we're in oh. day 13 now. What the hell does expedited mean? <laughs> right. I guess it's pretty relative. Now you I mean, I, I guess it means a sped up process. Yeah. But if this is sped up, I would hate to see the, the glacial version. This just right. sucks. It, it all it sucks. Does, it really does It suck. sucks. The, the off the field stuff sucks. The waiting for the decision sucks. Mm-hmm. And what we know is if this, if this goes, if it's a, a season or more, it's still not over. Right. Because you know the players union and Watson are not going to stop if it's a season or more. The only way this ends, I think, when he makes this decision is if it's 12 games or less. Yes. I, Anything I, less than a season, it's over. Right. It's yeah, over. It's but over. if it's a season, we're still going to be waiting for something. Yeah. And I guess, I guess there, there could be one scenario where it's not over if the NFL PA decides to appeal a 12-game suspension. There, there's no indication now that they right. won't. We know but that can they is or is isn't this the last well, no, appeal? By appeal, take it to federal go to court. court. Yeah, yeah, okay, that, yeah. That, that's that's what right. I'm talking about. I know that we are. I know that what you're saying is in a way is interesting to the viewers and is relevant. Um, but just this talk is just look the look on me and G Bush's face right <laughs> oh, now. Where you guys are like, well, you could go twelve. <laughs> well, it could though, but then they I could know. appeal, and we're just like, and because we've been just talking about this and listening to it, and Jesus. no one actually knows what's going no. on. No, and, no, and, and, and we're every, at every turn we've been guessing, and and this whole time it's just like it's almost. I think we're gonna we're gonna look back at all this time we talked about this, and we're just gonna if you had to watch tape of it in like once we're through it that's how they're like going to torture prisoners of war exactly it's going to be using guantanamo on a loop and yep. let it go it'll be at guantanamo they'll be like where you got the weapons buried and then they'll just play us just going i mean it, it, i'm going to go six games still i feel like it could go eight <laughs> you games know, you know what's going to happen could go eight or when it's finally all said and done uh, all four of us will be able to say i called it yep you're exactly. right because we've all talked <laughs> about it. this so much at one point i yeah. was at four games right at one point i was at a full season i yeah, I, I, will, I will say this, though. The, the, you know, this is miserable it does. It sucks. But I am, I really am at like that. I'm a point of peace right now where I've been in uh, chilling for a while. And I just, I'm, I'm waiting to see what happens. I'm cool with whatever it is. I've almost sort of like, I won't say given up on the season by any means, but I've given up uh, given up on the idea of this being a normal season, that everything's just going to well, be fine that, and great. That ship sailed the so day I'm we just got like, I'm like, I'm interested to see what you, happens you know, now. You know, and I'm, not get, I'm not beating myself up over this it. This reminds right? me a lot, right? And, and and this is why you, you say political things, right? Remember how there was one point in time, it just seemed like the president was getting impeached every day, mm-hmm. like over something. It was like, and it just kept going on and on and on. Mm-hmm. And then it put people in two different sp- factions. One that was just like, dude, you're just going to get them like, or, and the other group was just like, 
I don't, I just don't, I can't, I can't digest no more. Well, it's the like, boy who cried wolf yeah, at, well, at some point. You're like, just, well, wait a minute. If everything is impeachable, yeah, is anything impeachable? Like, like, it's, and it's, it's like this. In fairness, a lot of things were impeachable. <laughs> that, that, that's neither here nor there. Here's the thing. Here's the thing on that. It's all in the eye of the beholder. That's what we've learned. We've learned that there were people willing to put on Vikings costumes and storm the Capitol they believe so strongly in the cause. Yeah. And we believe that others will say, well, you know, really, if the president says that he's inciting violence, that's impeachable. But if Chuck Schumer threatens a Supreme Court justice who might have his life threatened for real, you see is how? that impeachable? No, this now, definitely does sound like we, the comment section under a YouTube video. Right yeah, now. which is why we typically don't right, right. go there. Yep. And you know what the crazy part about it is? The only people that really take the L's are the people who comment on it, right? That's I, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more with yeah. what you just said. I mean, except when I do, because I blow everybody up. <laughs> Boom. No, I'm kidding. I waste my time, too. No, you, you know what? You, you take an L. You just mm -hmm. I take an L. I when, take an L. When you try to persuade someone into a political ideo ideology, you might as well try to tell them that their favorite color isn't what they say it is. Mm -hmm. It's burned into the DNA at this point. It's baked into the cake. You're not going to... All of these tweets, all of this public discourse, which is so, so over the top. Right. When was the last time you ever saw an inflammatory political tweet and one of the comments was, this you know what, you're right. Right. And I'm no yeah, longer. Yeah, we do it because we're frustrated more than and I'm changing you know what? minds. But, but screaming your frustration in a public setting, does that make your frustration that is better? That is exactly yes. what we're doing here now, Dr. Sean. That's exactly right. That's where we are. That's where we are. Nuggets is going to save us right now. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mike Polk, did you bring the golf? I didn't. That, that was my I attempt know, I, at the golf joke to clear the table right I, there. I, I wondered where, where I tried the book was. I forgot it again. I, Wait, leave it here. I know. I why would you take it? No one's going to the golf joke book, I'll tell you why. I know no one wants the golf joke book, you guys. And in case you're just joining us for some reason haven't seen the show before, where have you been? But I have a golf joke book down here from the 60s with terrible golf jokes. So whenever we start talking about politics or get to, it gets too boring, I can take it out and tell a hilarious golf Diffuse joke. the situation. If I use yes. it, but I, I keep taking it home because I want to go through it and highlight oh, something. Oh, so you're not leafing through it live. So I'm not like leafing through it live. And That's some of them idea. are a paragraph long and some of them are very sexist because it's from the 60s, you know. <laughs> so I just want to get like 10 just good ones. Just remember to bring it back to work. But I've you. never like take, never one time when I got home and I'm like, you know, it's a good. This is a good time to go through that terrible golf joke book for, in case we need it. So I've just well, haven't done it. Well, stay tuned because we're going to be talking abortion and religion in a few. Oh, yeah, get ready. That's in the second hour of the show. Also, <laughs> no, gun control too. And let's yeah. get rid of affirmative action else. already. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> it's been long enough. We have talked about the yeah. Watson situation at nauseum, but yeah. today there is a little bit of a nugget that we haven't got to yet that I do want to hit on before we move to Brissette blossoming. Sure. The uh -huh. yeah. That's what I heard. I heard Brissette yeah. blossoming. I saw that somewhere. Last yeah. week, Charles Robinson was on the show and said there was scorched earth between the NFL and the NFLPA. It feels and after way. the apology on Friday, let's take the tag board, Steve. Charles tweeted out that there is a window for a possible settlement here, and that's to his speculation why Peter C. Harvey's taking so long to announce a decision I, I, but I do you. think that the key I, I saw that the key thing that you pointed out was speculation so like, do you guys think there is any I, I don't see him quoting here. a source inside the league who said no or a source inside the NFLPA who believes it does no you're right but it does make sense just based on a timeline thing I mean yeah. like why wouldn't they he's like we've been saying he has all the evidence it's not, you think he's just like walking around a room looking at that same pile of evidence going hmm and looking at a different angle, it's not changing. It's it, over. Listen, you yeah. know, so it's, it's, I think he's hoping they do It's that. enough. Make the freaking decision and move on. Or come to it's a settlement. Enough. 
That'd be, you, that'd be, I think that would be ideal for everybody. Ugh. Did the NFL not hear Deshaun Watson's incredibly moving, heartfelt apology <laughs> to you all of those women? You weren't here yesterday. Minutes? What did you right. make of that? What did I make of it? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I thought that was – I think uh, no apology would have been way better than that apology. Yeah, I agree. I thought that was, a br- that was pretty brutal. I thought it was stupid. If you're going to do it – if you're going to just stay on the same thing as I can't speak about it until this is all settled and done, I think – No, looked, he blew that I think it looked desperate. I yeah, think it looked, I and I think it probably even, in, and it looked very obvious and blatant why he was doing it. And rehearsed. And I think it made him look worse than he looked before the apology. I think he should have stayed on cue and said, and God bless Aditi for getting it done. That's what she does. That's great. And she did great. And that was yeah. great journalism. I mean, that's exactly, she handled it well. But no, I think that was, I don't know who's advising him. I don't think, was that his I lawyer? said the same thing. I, said, I, you, I wanted to know, is this Watson's camp? Is this I think the, it's the Browns, Browns camp? I think it's the Browns. If it's the Browns camp, it's I'm mortified. It's embarrassing. Yeah, it because was, it they should know call. better. It was They're so a professional bad. sports organization. They should have on staff paid professionals that deal with nothing but scandal. Yes. And they have to understand how you get out in front of it, how you diffuse it. And to me, they lit the fuse. Yeah. Because remember, all along he had been saying, I never have ever disrespected right. a woman. Now he's done a full 180. I apologize. To Not even a full 180. If it were a full 180, I think it would be more acceptable than he did like a 145 where he's like, if some, if some uh, people or entities were troubled by anything that happened, that's been horrible well, for any me. Expert and I'm like, on what apologies? are you doing? Yeah. We'll tell you that if you use in your apology, if, if right, you're done. It's like, because right. now you're just saying, from my perspective, things are cool. Right. But if you were offended, right. I'm sorry. That's the worst it's like apology the people you can who, give. when somebody says something racist, comes out and says, "Well, I wasn't trying to be racist, but if you were offended by what I right. said, yeah, sure. it's, right. which is meaner it, than it, just saying." Right. But, so, but if he would, if he really would have come out and done a heartfelt it's, one, and it, he that's it. basically like saying you're being ridiculous. But I'm going to apologize because I have yes. to. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's how it came off. Me. Now we don't. Now I will say one thing, and it is possible to defend Deshaun Watson that. You know, you, the four of us are used to talking on the radio and talking on TV. We This is what we do for a living. Sure. He's a professional football player. He doesn't talk for a living. Okay? Part, of, part of his job is Part of his job, but that's not his, but the, not his, his main job. job. No. And he, it might have been a situation where as time goes by, maybe he came to some sort of realization that, you know what, I did go too far. Mm-hmm. Then explain it. And that. I'm uncomfortable then explain apologizing that. And I did it a poor job with. I it. agree with you. I think that's you think possible. he did it on the fly without any counsel. Oh, I don't, no, 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 I don't. I don't but I think he well, was then so somebody awkward about there it. Should have they screwed said, up? Yes. Here, here are the words you have to get in there if you really want this right. to be so, effective. So, right. And by the way, you role play that interview twenty times. They should have. Yes. They, you don't do it with the DD. Yep. Somebody's playing a DD. Right. Part, yeah. And they ask you the got, question, and he goes over, and they videotape it. Mm-hmm. And they watch the tape back, and they say what was strong, what was weak. Keep the strong, lose the weak. Let's add this phrase. Yeah. yeah. We need, and I know it seems so disingenuous, but folks, that, let's face it, that's what it is. That's, that's, well, well, yeah. that's what it is. I, I think they came to the conclusion that we're going to give you an apology. Um, Deshaun Watson isn't really a politician. He's not a speaker. And they've already baked into the cake that guess what? For some people that are in the middle, see, they're not going for the fringe people. They're not going to the or all the way to the right. Mm-hmm. No, those people are made up. They've made all up their mind. The it's to just the like left. politics. So sure. people are in that so, so what he wants to do is we just want these little few in the middle, the little twenty percent that said, "I'm disappointed, man. I would, I, I like him kind of, but he, he's not showing no remorse." So they say, "Okay, let's give him a statement." He give him the twenty percent. Now all of a sudden, 
He looks a little better to the people that are a able or, or Does he though? open his mind. Have you heard anybody say that they thought that was an effective apology and all of a sudden I think maybe I'm on side with this guy? Because I think they blew it. What, what, if that's what, what they were trying what, to do. They what, had the opportunity to do what G. Bush said. You're absolutely I just think right. They swung and well, missed. Well, here, here's the thing. Most, like we say, most of those individuals aren't on social media. True. You either super left or super right. Yeah. To most people in the middle, they just heard the, he apologized. They heard it apologize. They didn't even see They're the not apology. drilling down into that's it. True. And, and all they want to know yeah. is when are you going to play? And it did check a box because I do believe Charles on, is on to something. The fact that Sue L. Robinson said that Deshaun has shown no remorse, right. mm -hmm. I think this, well, okay, well, let's check that box. Right. right. And right. by the way, and the NFL is checking boxes the too. The, they, 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 they got the Dolphins for it. Yes, <laughs> they like, are. yo, you got that? We're going to have to go ahead and mm -hmm. penalize you for the tam tampering. Yeah. Then they went and settled the racial norming, right? Yes. That settlement came down. They yeah. finished right. that. By the way, that no coincidence that these things are happening. No. Absolutely. Not. And and all, of yeah, yeah. All, all of those all boxes of <laughs> and all of those boxes you're checking are coming up short in actual reality as far as what they should be. Right. That's true. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, That's the other public thing. Perception. Yes. Right. No, we addressed the dolphins. We addressed the CTE racial bias. Yeah. Right. We addressed this. We addressed I said I was that. sorry. Things like, but, care of. but yeah. you know, I still think it behooves everybody. I think your analogy, you, you were the first one I heard use this phrase, and I think it's perfect. Both parties had their hands on the nuclear button. Yep. And they were both ready to, to fire. And what usually happens in these situations, for the, for the sake of humanity, in, in the real world, things cool down, diplomacy takes place, you take your finger off the button, and you come to some settlement. Mm -hmm. right. And I think that we were at a point where they were staring at each other with their fingers on the buttons. And I realize, I think the NFL realized the NFLPA can burn this whole thing down. Right. And I also think that the NFLPA realized our hands and our fate kind of rests with Roger Goodell. Let's come together. They should. Fix and this amongst they ourselves. They could even, I think it's possible that the, they settle and yet they make it seem, what's the guy who's doing the uh, Peter appeal? C. Harvey. Peter that C. Peter C. Harvey, they make it seem like it was his decision. We got a picture of that dreamboat? Let's throw him <laughs> up there. Because, because his mustache is classic. The one thing you, you it know, is. I never defend the NFL, but after the Judge Robinson ruling, there a is. lot of people were crushing the NFL for the penalty being too light. And I'm like, how, you can't crush the NFL. They're appealing. Why? Why are you crushing the NFL right now? That's not fair. Mm -hmm. If you, if you're in the camp of that penalty was too light. So the NFL, if nothing else, wants to come off as they're being tough as possible, Those, even if they don't really care about how long the suspension. No, that's is. The, you're right. That's the optics. Yeah. They want to make. They want to be able to appease the crowd that has been saying right. he should never play again ever. You right. should. He should be put in jail. They want to tell that crowd. Look, we. We had a hammer and we used it as much as we could. Right. And don't you think? Don't you guys think that some the, the NFL is better than every other sport? There, there, there's nothing that can literally stop them. They're printing money. Nothing, and that's mm -hmm. why I don't printing. know why they're so worried about and the so, PR. And so, they, and so when both sides are sitting there, one side over here, one side over here, don't you think one of the lawyers got together and said, "Listen, guys, we we all make a boatload of money. Yeah. The only thing that can stop us is us starting to infight." And people start having that laundry thrown out here. Now, here's what we need to do. That's the reason I, I was on DeMora Smith. But don't you think that somebody in the NFL talked to DeMora Smith? Said, you would think, Gene, think. but sometimes yeah. with, with egos on. that big, that gets in the way. But you'd think it would. Guys, we got yeah. some breaking news we got to get to, which leads us right into our next topic. The Browns have just released their week two preseason depth chart. All right. And although all indications, Steve, let's take the tag board. Are there any you guys centers can't on read it? This. You can't really read this. It's too small. But... <laughs> Oh, oh, there it beautiful. is. Beautiful. Quarterback is. one is not Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, it's that's Deshaun it. Deshaun Watson. Well, 
Yeah. Didn't we just matter. hear earlier this week that Jacoby Brissett was going to take all the QB1 snaps? It's just a depth chart. I, those things are... We, we did, and he is, and that's the plan moving forward. But you guys, both, everybody here understands there is a possibility that Deshaun Watson starts against Carolina. Whatever. I mean, th- there is a route to I, that. Is, There's a, are yeah. we sure? So if if, if it goes let's, say, courts, let's say the decision is announced today, right. yeah. the NFLPA files a suit in federal court and they ask for an injunction. Mm-hmm. Right. He plays. Yeah, he plays. The league doesn't want that. Of course, the league doesn't yeah. want that. So they. But yeah, so right. is it, like, are we are they playing games here? Is this like a is this part of this Cuban Missile Crisis that you guys are discussing? <laughs> Maybe. Guys, they're, they're putting their they're pushing their they're like checking their nukes closer to our coastline yeah, right now possibly. by saying we're we have Deshaun as our starter right so now. I would not get hung up on depth charts. Either. Those no, are I, not those are not important. They don't really matter. What you I, know what? Yeah. Imagine how we would have looked at that if Deshaun Watson wasn't on it. If you're not going to put him one, where are you going to put him? Yeah, all, to, to fourth. Okay, all, okay. Start? Now yeah. imagine the public's reaction if he's fourth. Yep. What are you going to say now? Whoa! Do you guys? He was Sean Watson. He was that bad. Do you fully expect him to be suspended for a whole year? Because now he's at fourth. Obviously, right. he would be in the first two huddles, right? And here's my thing: Does this really mean that Deshaun Watson is going to play the majority of this game? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Right. I don't think Desha- I, I can't imagine Deshaun Watson plays. Well, the Browns haven't said gonna- anything. We No, they haven't said anything, but what do you think they're going to do? We already know they're not going to play Jacoby Brissett, which quite frankly is a uh, head scratcher. Uh, I'm, that, yeah. that, I'm scratching well, my head more you grown over up, that. You grown-ups explain that to me. I'm you, I, I, I don't understand. You grown-ups explain I don't understand. That to well, me. Jim Donovan reported yesterday yes. on Channel 3 that uh that that Jacoby Brissett was not going to play. In the second preseason game, right? Okay, why? And then, but nobody else ha- was talking about that. But obviously, Jim's as connected as anybody. If Jim, it's just Brown's game. Jim's so he got knows. Jim's yeah. right, right. So then I texted. Unless they change their mind. Did Jim right. say why though? No, but Jim also seemed as befuddled about this as we are. So I texted my man Daryl Ryder, who the, I'll see the today. Demon, at dangerous demon. Dangerous Daryl, and I said, "Is you know?" I said, "I heard Jim Donovan just said that that Brissett's not playing. Have you heard the same thing?" He goes, "Yes, he's not going to play." Uh, I said, what's going on? Are they, I said, are they because of Deshaun's situation? Are they scared of him getting hurt? And he said, I think so. Now, he doesn't know that for sure. He's just right. speculating. Well, but, Bull, it's the only rational reason I can is. come up with. But here's the thing, Jay. Like, I, I said this before. Joe Burrow's not going to play in the preseason because he had an appendectomy mm-hmm. two that weeks ago. That makes perfect sense. And he's, and also, he's Joe Burrow. And he's Joe Burrow, yeah. right? If you're a proven starting quarterback and you know the with offense, the team, yeah, who was in the Super Bowl, then fine. Yeah. But that's not the case with Jacoby Jacoby Brissett's been a backup most of his career. Even when he's played, he's not played for, on this team with right. these players. Man. So I don't understand how you don't play. I'm not saying he has especially, to play every snap. Especially I'm not right. either, he's but not, I want to see him for a half of football against the right? Eagles. Yeah. And then maybe a quarter in the last preseason. Game. I don't like teams being scared of guys getting hurt. You I don't can't play that way. Football, you played it, especially with Jacoby. If you Brissette. go on the field and you're thinking, "Oh, I hope I don't get hurt," well, that, mm. you, nobody does that. No, you, can't, you can't. You listen. Football. I, I, I try to tell people, football is a savage sport. It's just about when you're going to get injured. You can get injured 
just by the explosive nature of what you were doing in regular movements, mm -hmm. you can plant blow at Achilles, ankle, knee, all of that. Non-contact injuries are there. By the way, how many guys in the offseason injured themselves for the year yeah. working out? All Just time. working out. Yeah, a yep. few so, guys every year. Every year. So here's the thing. You're not going to be able to protect him, and you need to get him some reps. Now think about this, man. This is why I always say this. Coaches, coaches really don't do themselves any favor by the way they go about their business. If Jacoby Brissett comes out here week one and gets smoked by Baker Mayfield, you are now Kevin Stefanski. You're behind the eight ball so tough because people going to say that it wasn't a Deshaun Watson problem. Mm -hmm. It was a Kevin Stefanski not getting his quarterback ready. Problem. I agree. Right. He Gotta didn't in, practice. Steph. He didn't do nothing. And then he's out here rusty. And now we lose because you're not doing the best thing to put people in position. Yeah, you'd rather have him scared in the first quarter of a, of a regular season yeah. game than like scared and trying to find his footing in the first quarter of a second preseason game. Baker's yes. played more games in the NFL starts at least than Jacoby Brissett. He's playing mm -hmm. in yes. preseason because he's on a new team and he needs to learn. And it also doesn't matter if he gets hurt. I mean, the same thing here. It's not a huge <laughs> drop off. I don't think from Jacoby Brissett to Dobbs. I don't know if it would be. And yeah, if it is. I mean, well, experience or, there and experience is. Sure. it is. Yeah, yeah, but like Jacoby. It's a good point. Jacoby Brissett's not that good. That like he's not. Tom we don't even Brady. know what Josh Dobbs is. It's possible Josh Dobbs could be better than Jacoby. Who Brissett. knows? I mean, we, based he's barely on played. Test, he, he might be. Fine he might one. be out of this world. He might be. <laughs> Entirely, he, I'm going. I'm so going home, everybody. That's a, I'll see you guys. <laughs> that, hey, that's a, that's a hell of a con contribution. It just doesn't. It just. I think when you think about like when I'm going to play a player in the preseason, I think is is there more to gain from playing him or lose? Like I think about Nick Chubb. There's more to lose playing yes. Nick Chubb in the preseason than the game, yes. right? I Nick Chubb knows everything about the offense. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe he hasn't taken a million snaps his from position Brissett. position is so reactionary. It's, it's exactly. And he's Nick so Chubb. I don't need him instant. out there. No, and every carry he takes is is, is one off the list. Right. Yeah. So I don't want I don't but, need but, Nick Chubb but to do anything. Quarterback but the quarterback who is leading the offense, Absolutely. who has never done it with this group of guys. And by the way, Amari Cooper, I wouldn't be That's surprised if we don't that. see Amari Cooper in the right. That's what I was going right. to say. Like, not gonna play. When, are, when are Cooper and Brissett going to develop this chemistry it's just with live bullets it's just, right. Right. flying yeah. around? Yeah. It seems nuts. Let's now, bring I in think the pro to get the real, real quick, reaction to this. Real thing. quick, I think one thing Daryl also said to me is that they think they're going to get a lot from these joint practices with Philly <laughs> because even though they're not games, they're a notch above a traditional practice. Yeah. We'll see what DeQuell thinks of that. No, and I, I, I'm sure they will get something out of yeah. it. Yeah. Both. But and you got first-teamers on first-teamers, too, which is helpful, as opposed to first-teamers on second-teamers, like in a, a scrimmage that you're doing right. your play. I, I don't get it, but we're going to bring in DeQuell, and he's going to tell us what he's he thinks He's on vacation, DeQuell. Where is he? Yeah, this big well, we'll get to that vacation. in a sec. Before yeah. we bring in DeQuell, I do want to read a comment here from Noah 2023. Noah says, do any of you people actually think that this show's producer or host or commentators really read your comments you're making in here? They don't care what you people are saying. That's false. We do care. I we don't. Read we read everyone. Do and I don't want to say care. I don't care. I just don't read them. I'm busy. Well, we read them during the show. I'm happy and that's, that we they do. That's great. Back, so. I'm happy to have you. Speaking I, I, I stay. I stay in the comment section. <laughs> Under G Bush. What y'all talking about? Y'all know what y'all talking about. Yeah. You need to stop yeah. playing around with He's me. very engaged on behalf of yes. all of us. Yeah. He's doing it for all of us. So yeah. thank you, Noah. Know we do care and we do appreciate Absolutely. it. No, we love you. Keep watching, brother. Keep yeah. watching. And keep commenting. And keep Please, someone's going to see it. Tell the us show what we're bad reading at. It's the fun. comments. Anthony reads every comment. Anthony and Earl are on. Does he really read every, every yes. comment? Mm -hmm. Yes. Deep yes. Becker does. Yeah. Earl, that's why he can't sleep at night. Bless their hearts. I know. He has to take two Valium. 
just to get to bed. Because I mean, nah, Anthony's just depressed because he's in the friend zone with every girl in his life. Oh, dude. not for long, dude. Wow. Shots fired. Uh huh. Poor J- hey, it, no, <laughs> there he goes. Oh no. <laughs> Anthony. Oh, poor Anthony. I love Anthony. Anthony's walked out. Oh, this is we gotta get Anthony out. out of the friend zone, man. Get yep. him out. Gee, listen, school him up, will you? He's just circling the airport, waiting to see where to land. That's all he's doing I, right I, now. I could sympathize because I was when I was Anthony's age, I was in the friend zone too with almost every girl I knew. Right. I was every girl's best friend. Oh, Adam, you're so cute. You're so cut, nice. You're so sweet. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm not getting any action. Right, well, the, the Quill's officially <laughs> laughing at this. The, so let's wow, bring the Quill via the good guys. Don't you sweet to girls? Girls love me. You trust. If I gave you 10 adjectives to describe bull, are sweet and nice on the list? No. <laughs> hey, I'm who telling are you. hanging around with? All the sweet girl- and nice are how you can yeah, describe the Gridiron on. guys. They're family owned since 2013. The Gridiron guys have grown to become Northeast Ohio's top-rated roofers. They exemplify quality work practices and are a valued resource for homeowners and offer a 10-year workmanship warranty. Call 330-573-7967 today for a free estimate or roof inspection. Grid, grid, grid. Gridiron grid guys. guys. Speaking of gridiron guys, here's the Quell Jackson. That's his hey. house. No. <laughs> the villain in the house. Rich villain in the house. <laughs> What's going on? We were told you were on vacation. That's it's clearly a staycation. Yeah, yeah. I was a well, I was in Aspen for a week and I'm back. I, I told for a week you that's what it was. I said Aspen. I said I'm that. heading back Didn't out to, to Italy pretty soon, the end of the week, and I'll be gone for probably the first week of September. I just assumed yeah, you yeah. brought that chair with you everywhere you went and all that stuff behind the you to set up in Italy or in Aspen that. and stuff like that. It's a very comfortable chair, by the way. That's a I good love the chair. turnaround. The turnaround was boss. Yes. So wait, where in Italy are you going? So we're going to Sardinia for a week. And then uh, Mykonos, Santorini, and then uh, Peros, Greece for a friend's wedding. What a so, life he's living, man! I'm yeah, coming. Yeah. Are you eating pizza every day in Italy? Like, are you gonna <laughs> eat pizza pasta. every day? I'm eating pasta every day. Yeah, hey, pasta. You gotta have a red sauce every day. In Did Italy. you know there were different areas every of Italy? Day. I had no nah. idea. Hey, Dequel, man. How about that? Hey, man, let me find. Let me let me find out. You get some of that CTE money. That's that vacation money. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, I'm doing well up here, yeah. brother. I don't, I don't want how I got money. so rich. I don't want any of that money. I'm good. <laughs> No, Dequel, Dequel played at a very high level, was fairly compensated for his career, and was very yeah. smart with his money. His yes. wife was smart Absolutely. with his money. That's right. That's how, that's how you live a couple and of lives. And why not yeah, let right. his experience with the Browns traumatize him? He's still a healthy human being, too. But you know that's what? good to what, see. When he left the league, very few people know about this. Joe Thomas really got paid. When, when you leave the league, if you have more than five years with the Browns, you get, called, well, you get what's called hazard pay. Yes. And it's what? a huge, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. because it's such a traumatic experience. Yep. So there's a huge settlement <laughs> fund. It's in the billions. I saw it. So I saw it hit. That, why do you think Tim Couch is riding so high? That's exactly. True. Tim got a huge check. DeQuell yeah. got a lot of money for it. Yep. It's yeah. Brown's you, hazard pay. Thank you for your service. I can't believe it. I can't believe they got I definitely need to tap into that hazard pay a little bit more. I'll tell you that. Hey, DeQuell, please, please talk us off the ledge. Why would Jacoby Brissett not play in preseason game number two when he's going to be the guy and there's only going to be one preseason game left. We don't know what's going to happen there. Is that a good move or a bad move to keep him on the sideline? I think I'm alone with you guys. I think it's terrible that he's not playing. I don't understand. This guy has it. This is the first year under the, uh, within this system, the first year with Kevin Stefanski, the first year with Amari Cooper, all these different scenarios. You have Nick Harris go down. You have all these different variables thrown at you 
he should be playing every he should be getting the majority of the snaps game reps not just practice but yeah. game reps because anyone who's ever played this game understands practice and and having joint practices are, are a little bit different from a competition standpoint but more importantly game reps game shape uh the the crowd noise the the all these different variables you can't simulate during practice this guy needs to be playing so i can't talk you off the cliff because to me it doesn't make any sense, obviously, knowing that Deshaun Watson, you want to get him some game reps, you want to get his feet underneath him, but you're trying to win football games. What about the rest of the the, the guys on the team that wants to see the quarterback play in live action to see, you know what, if we have a guy that can get us through the first part of the season or the second part of the season, pending when Deshaun Watson will be able to play, if he's able to play. So I don't understand this move at all. Practice reps are one thing, but he needs game reps. Yeah. I don't understand this from Kevin Stefanski, and I think I heard G say this earlier. If things go south with Jacoby Brissett early on, he's going to take the bulk of the blame because he's going to they're going to say he didn't get him prepared yeah, to play. So I don't understand this logic of not playing this guy. I really don't. I don't the you talked me off the cliff. The yeah. thing is, I didn't get off and I jumped. Yeah, yeah, you jumped. <laughs> yeah. Quality, yeah. yeah, it's scary. Do you think, like, if you're Jacoby Brissett, like, he's not a rookie. He's been in the league a while. Like, do you, if, if you're him, do you go to Kevin Stefanski and say, Coach, I need the reps no. here? Like, do you think he's done that and Stefanski shot him down, or do you think he's not the type of guy that would do that? No, I don't think he's the type of guy that would do that because okay. it, it throws off. I, I guess they have a plan, right? They want to make sure all the guys are healthy for the start of the season. That's my only logical explanation for Jacoby yeah. Brissett not being in the in the game, taking game reps. So uh, I, I don't think Jacoby Brissett would do that. He wouldn't want to shake things up and complicate things, as, um, you know, more than what it is right now. But, again, he's not Peyton Manning. He's not Andrew Luck. He's not one of these guys that you know he's gonna you're going to get an ultimate amount of production when he's on the field. So right. every rep counts. And I just don't understand this, that he's not getting any game reps. He should be – if for me – I would want to see him manage the second unit to see, you know what, can he manage the second unit and can he be productive against uh, the opposing team's second unit to know, you know what, when I put him in with the ones, he can he can operate this offense efficiently and 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 guys are confident that he can get him the ball. Hmm. You know, Jaquel, <clears throat> I look at not only there, um, I look on the defensive side of football. Do you believe there's a difference between defensive players not playing and offensive players not playing. A quarterback is different. I, I look at Anthony Walker, um, Denzel Ward, uh, New, Greg Newsom. Those guys haven't been out there. John Johnson has to play. Miles Garrett. Do you think it's a difference between um, defensive players and offensive players when it comes to reps and needing to be out there? Yeah, I, I think that's a great question, G. I think for the offense, the timing is everything. Building rapport, understanding how guys are going to operate when in live action. I played with a lot of guys who were great practice players but when that whistle blows and you put that helmet on and you add that crowd noise and the element of being tired, you know, things can go sour and south very quickly. So you need to understand how guys operate from, from a game standpoint. Now, offensively, I think quarterback has to play. Unless you're Tom Brady, unless you establish yourself of, of you know, no one being able to confuse you from a defensive standpoint. Defensively, me personally, I needed to play. I had to feel – I needed to feel – that you know the the weights that I uh, that I lifted that off season, the the conditioning that I the extra conditioning I had done in the off season in the spring and training camp to know 
if I'm doing what I'm doing is right, can I get off blocks a little bit better? So you really have to, you know, for these guys who aren't playing defensively, I think it's a lot easier because you're not looking at timing. You're more re in a reactive, you know, standpoint. But again, for me personally, man, whether it was 10 or 15 or 20 reps, I wanted, I would go to my coach and tell him, hey, man, I need at least 15 to 20 snaps each preseason. I can't have less than that because from a confidence standpoint, I don't know if what I'm doing differently this year work is working. So again, obviously, you know, veteran, the, the more you've played, the more experience you've had, obviously you deal with those things a lot easier. But this unit, if I'm Kevin Stefanski, I'm playing a lot more of my starters now than I ever have before because of the, the Deshaun Watson situation and because of Jacoby Brissett, will he be the guy? You want to see what your team will look like in live action, no matter who the competition is. Can you can you um, move the ball efficiently? Can you operate the offense efficiently? Can you get down on third down defensively? Can you get after the passer? Are we all working in unison? All these things need to be answered. And the way Kevin Stefanski and this group are dealing with this, they're putting a lot of a lot of trust in the practices and these joint practices that's going to be coming up pretty soon, which is out of my comfort zone, if you ask me. Nicole, I don't know if you were watching earlier, but we here at the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show just broke some uh, incredible Browns news by re the <laughs> releasing to everyone their second preseason yeah. game depth chart, which as, as we yeah. all know, is about as reliable yeah, as a horoscope and just as legitimate. <laughs> but it does have Deshaun Watson listed as the number one quarterback. And we are trying to figure out what they're trying to message through that or what that means. Why would he still be listed as number one? And do you think they're trying to say anything? Yeah, I, I think, you know, you look at his his first performance, the first rollout pass, he sailed, the guy was wide open, shorts, sailed it over his head. Um, and it, they're, they're probably trying to build his confidence. Listen, for the last 20 months, you know, the guy's life has been under scrutiny every day. He can't eat in, in private. He can't do anything in private without someone writing a story or talking about him in, you know, daily news cycles. So, Maybe this is a way to gain his confidence. Uh, listen, he had a moment during that preseason game where he eluded pressure. He hit Schwartz two yards before the first down. It would have been a great play for Schwartz to make. Would have been a great confidence builder for Deshaun Watson. It didn't happen. So maybe that's a tool. They're trying to play this psychology game of, hey, listen, we want you to get in. We want to list you as quarterback one. We want to make, have you make some good plays down the field so you can have some confidence because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if he's going to try it out the first game of the season or he's going to miss the whole season. We don't know. So Stefanski is in a, uh, in a conundrum, him, conundrum here in terms of getting two guys ready. But one guy you know for sure you're going to have is Jacoby Brissett. And you need to get him ready more than anything. So uh, your guess is better than mine. But, you know, th this is a, 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 a really tough issue that Kevin Stefanski has to maneuver daily and weekly. And we're just playing this waiting game to see what quarterback will Deshaun Watson be available at any point throughout the season. Dequel, I want to talk about the center position. You mentioned before Nick Harris getting hurt. Uh, I didn't like when the Browns cut J.C. Treader. I understand you always got to worry about the – the salary cap. I've heard some people say, oh, Treader's not as good anymore. I don't know. The eye test tells me he's good, and the pro football mm -hmm. focus grade tells me J.C. Treader's good. So between those two, I think he's still, at worst, a top 10 center in the league. But okay, they want to go with a young guy, Harris. Fine. But now he tears up his knee. He's out for the season. I don't know why they wouldn't call Treader. Now, Betonio, 
who, as you know, know, never says anything controversial, right? Never. And yet he said, hey, I think he's not on a team because he's the player's rep and he ticked off the owners, right? One, what did you think of those comments? And two, do you think it's imperative for the Browns to bring him back? Yeah, I think it's some truth to those comments. The guy holds, you know, the, the team accountable in terms of what they can and cannot do within the building. I remember playing with a guy named, um, he was a player, Scott Fajita. And right. it was during a time where we had a head coach that was really flirting between what he could and could not do. And Scott <laughs> kept everyone in that locker room, yeah. um, you know, on pins and needles in terms of, hey, I'm a union rep. You're not going to disrespect me. And I'm going to hold you guys accountable. This is the do's and don'ts. And yeah, I think it has something to do with it. But right now, given the situation, not knowing who's going to be your quarterback, if you're the GM here, uh, uh, Eric, um, Andrew Barry, yeah, Andrew Barry, you need to be on the phone talking to Trotter. No you doubt. need to you, you need to kick those tires for sure. Anyone who's familiar with this this uh, system, anyone who's played in this position before, and that would be the number one guy I'm calling right now to see you know where he is from a conditioning standpoint. He's not on the team. Does he still want to play? Is this a place that he can see himself playing? You making him offer that he can't refuse because the center position is a very valuable uh, position knowing that we don't know who's going to play on the center. And he's, he's the orchestrator of the protection. So, th- th- listen, this isn't, this isn't uh, rocket science here. Th- this isn't chess we're playing. This is an easy game we're playing. And you get a guy that understands the system, who's been here before, and a guy who can, that you can rely on. Dequell, every year, the media and the fans look at the roster. They know what they have. And they circle the strong points. Hey, running back, defensive back, this team is fantastic. Uh, and then they also look at the areas of weakness. And the two areas that really jump out, obviously center now because of the injuries. And you didn't even mention Bull yesterday, their, their rookie, yep. the seventh-round yep. pick, Dawson Deaton, tore his ACL. So there's another person. Who knows if he was going to make the team. But who knows, yeah, but it's yeah, another had, person that I could had, play the position. I had just yeah. bought his jersey. Too. Yeah, I had two. I had two. <laughs> You know, the it's fact of the matter is they won't take yeah. it back. you're even more thin. So, sure. Uh-huh. Dequell, here's where I'm going with this. So often, when the media is saying before a season, I don't know what this team is thinking at this position, but they're really super thin. Oftentimes, that pans out. You know, the guys that cover this sport for a living, they understand. They know who's who. They know what they have. And the one area of weakness is wide receiver. Everybody's looking at this wide receiver room saying, wait a minute, who's going to catch the balls? Anthony Schwartz. Had a real problem mm. catching footballs. By the way, you had one job, and sometimes I look at Donald Peoples Jones and I wonder how he's even still on this roster. I, I don't yeah. get it. So that is another position that, quite frankly, I think by week three or week four, the, the big narrative could be: Well, what did we expect? We knew in training camp we had no wide receivers. Right. What do you do to address that this late in the game? I know there's a couple of names that are still out there. But right. what are they waiting on? Why, why have they done nothing to beef up that, that position? Man, I wish I had a crystal ball because you said all the right points because uh, Anthony Schwartz, oh, my gosh, the ball hit him right in his chest. It just, it's just something. I don't know if he has bad eyes or what. Go get your eyes checked. I don't know what's going on <laughs> with this guy. And you're right. The, the receiver position, I don't care who you have at quarterback. If you don't have a guy that can, that, that's a surefire on the outside, aside from Amari Cooper, you know, you can't run the ball for 70 snaps and expect to win football games and not in the AFC. You're not going to be able to do it. So they have a, for a team that was projected 
with Deshaun Watson to be a Super Bowl contender, championship contender, to be one of the top teams in the AFC. Now look at how things have unfolded. Now that, you know, you, you, like you mentioned, the center position, which is a, a very important position, that's questionable. Receivers, you thought these guys will make huge leaps. Again, it's only been one preseason game, so I don't want to pile up on them too much, but you are who you are based on that tape when you turn it on. And Anthony Schwartz isn't it getting it done, isn't getting it done. Donovan People Jones, where where are you? And I'm looking for David Bell, the 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 rookie. Uh, I watched the game and I I didn't see much. I didn't see much. I don't I I don't know what's going on there, but uh, they the Browns for a team that was projected to to make some noise in the postseason, boy, are they scratching their head right now because they have a lot of holes to fill. Uh, quickly, because this season's going to be here before you know it. I need some Pepto-Bismol. You know, Jay mentioned there's still a few receivers out there. We've talked a lot about Will Fuller, but one guy who's still out there, I, and you he's a teammate of yours, and that's T.Y. Mm-hmm. Hilton. I, yeah. I, what do you think he – I mean, this, he was such a great player. He's no longer a great player. Does he still have enough left in the tank to help the Browns? Or And would he, you think he'd play anywhere besides Indy because he's played there for his entire career? Yeah, he, he's definitely married to the Indianapolis Colts. And I, honestly, I don't see him playing outside. Obviously, if the money's right, the situation's right, he's obviously yeah. going to look at a quarterback because he's played with Andrew Luck for the majority of his career, which he was able to make a name off of. So he's definitely going to look at who's throwing him the football. And he's actually played with Jacoby Brissett right. Uh, right. at one point or another. So, yeah. uh, listen, it, it all it's all going to boil down if he wants to play. The, the guy's made a, a ton of money in Indianapolis, He's a fixture there. Uh, he is a name that I didn't even think about until you just said that. But he's yeah. a, definitely a guy who can still take the top off of defense. He can still run. Now, the intermediate routes, that's not his strong suit. He's a guy that's going <laughs> to, you know, keep overs. The guy has really sure hands. He's definitely a guy that, you know, if the Browns were to bring him in, you probably got to pay him a little bit more than league minimum. And I don't think he's he's at the uh, point of his career where he's, he's going to take anything um, right. less than whatever he was making in Indy. So, uh, but they, they definitely have to kick the tires on this situation because if guys don't start to prove themselves soon, uh, you're going to have to make a splash. And again, they gave up a lot to get Deshaun Watson. So they don't have a lot True. to offer without, you know, uh, handicapping themselves for the, the, the future. So this is going to be a very, this is Andrew Barry really put himself in a tough position in that front office moving forward of how to at least trot out a, a competitive football team this year. You know, I, 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 this is a this is an homage to the Baker Bros, but I gotta be Uh-oh. consistent on it. I gotta be consistent on it. Last year, at the end of the year, when when Baker was was finishing, there was a list of a laundry list of things we said we had to do because Baker Mayfield wasn't the guy, right? So the first thing we had was receivers. Now, if we didn't get Deshaun Watson, everybody said we we going we got to go after a, t- a number one receiver in the draft and possibly get another one. All of a sudden, that's changed. We also talked about, hey, we need, we need to upgrade at certain positions and we need to be aggressive because this this team has two years, right? We we right in the middle. We we can't waste nobody's time. Now, we we down a center, we down receivers. Defensive tackle is you got some new young guys in there. All of a sudden, it doesn't seem to be that level of urgency. My thing is for people that saw Baker Mayfield play, and there was a lot of things we said with Baker. Now all of a sudden, it seemed like they switching course a little bit because that sense of urgency for me hasn't been there, right? 
you know, you, know, you signed David and Joku. That's cool. But at the end of the day, they did get Amari Cooper. I, I mean, but but you lost Jarvis. But, but Landry. you lost Jarvis Landry. That's yeah, but Amari Cooper's better than Jarvis Landry. Slightly. Yeah, but so so you traded one well, name receiver, receiver. Yeah. for another. And so, so that's not get upgrading better. the room. I, I think bringing, it is. I think if Jarvis Landry was still on this team, I feel last a whole hell of a lot better. You were still going into yeah. the season with Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry, yeah, as sure. far as you knew. So we didn't know what sure. Odell was going to be for us. So you you felt this more year both are gone and we got Amari Cooper. That's mm-hmm. not an upgrade. That's right. So my thing is. I don't think do you feel that there's a level of urgency right now? It seemed like the Deshaun Watson move got made, but they don't understand when you made that move. You have to be aggressive everywhere. You can't just be aggressive with that. You got to maximize it. Even if he's not playing. I just don't see that level of urgency, uh, especially with a, with a downgrade at quarterback. How are you winning games? Listen, I would have never listen. I, I've said this before. I think Jay and I were on the same page with this many weeks ago. But I wouldn't have traded away Baker Mayfield so early. I was one of those people that thought, you know what? He's on the contract. He may be disgruntled. He may not like his situation. But you make a move based on Deshaun Watson availability. And I tell you what, he would have been a lot better option right now than what the situation is moving forward. Yeah, it would have been dicey for him to be in the same you know, room as, as Deshaun Watson. But you know what? This is a big boy league. You know, go earn your stripes. Go earn your pay. Show everyone why they should keep you. So, I listen. I've said that. I, I haven't said it recently, but I would have played that card as long as I could have. And you know what? Now they're in the conundrum where, man, this doesn't look good at all. But we haven't seen the starters play. We had a lot of guys that didn't play. Again, defensively, there was a lot of guys who stood out to me. You yeah. know, uh, what's there the cornerback? Em- Emerson. Emerson from uh, yeah. from Mississippi State. The pick six. I thought. Listen. Yeah, the pick six. He's another guy, big, tall corner who's going to help this team and maybe pick up the slack in other areas. So, uh, to answer your question, G, I mean, I think they're playing the waiting game. They're trying to see. I think the domino effect is Deshaun Watson. You know, how aggressively are you going to play and grab guys based on his availability? Mm. And right now, they made a huge splash early on. You don't want to keep digging that hole deeper and deeper that you can't come out of it because in the end, you probably won't have a job if this – thing completely blows up. So I think they're play, playing the waiting game. There's going to be a lot. Of, unfortunately, there's going to be a ton of injuries in the next few weeks and a lot of cuts in the next few unexpected cuts in the next few weeks. And possibly it could be someone that could that you can plug in and play. And that's a veteran that can that help this football team. That's why this feels so punitive. I, it's, I, I, think I hate you guys to say are it's a conspiracy theory, the but problem. the NFL in dragging this out, oh, yeah. really has slapped handcuffs sure. on Andrew Barry. Well, the, he can't go out and do anything. He doesn't they, know who he but that, that It's all more reason to think that they are probably still trying to negotiate something. Like, that's, they wouldn't, mm-hmm. they, you know, right. by dragging this out, that's probably them behind the scenes trying to find some place in the middle that's acceptable to both parties. That's, that's because you're right. Otherwise, it's, it's different decisions negligence. based on whether Watson's out for the year or just out for a certain amount of yeah, games. Yeah, and the longer yes. we go but into guys, the preseason where we don't know. And they're both telling that to each other probably yeah. behind the scenes. Sure. But they're I, both telling that to each other. It's not like the I NFL say, is withholding it. I think right. we're overstating the problems at wide receiver. First of all, the, wow. I, I get it in the division. The Bengals have a great wide receiving core. The Browns, I think, are third 
I don't think they're that far behind Pittsburgh. They're better than Baltimore at wide receiver. Well, it's a passing league. You're I the first to admit that, that. But like, you can't be weak who's at Aaron Rodgers' best receiver right now? I mean, well, look, let, let's talk about the Packers another day. I, yeah. I agree with you. I think they're going to have a huge I'm just saying Amari Cooper is a top 15 receiver in the NFL. And outside of that, and after that, you have nothing. But okay, nothing. I mean, there's not that many teams that have a second great wide receiver. I mean... I would like them to have it. I don't disagree with you. I and I do think there are question marks at the rest of the receiver spot. But I, I, I just think if, if you ultimately, if you have a good enough quarterback, eventually with Watson, he's going to make guys better. But I, I think, think what's frustrating people is it's like it's just there and we have the cap space. So just do it. I know. That's really what it is. That's what. But at this point, I, I don't they're know. They're not falling that, out of trees. Either. I don't know that any of the guys still available in free agency are that much better than the guys they've got at this point. They're bigger names, but. Dequan, let me ask you this question, and this is from a defensive guy. If you were if you were lined up against the Cleveland Browns, besides the running game, are you scared of anything they like? Like no. did, all you you simply just gonna roll your coverage to Mari Cooper, and I'm yep. I don't even think Bell. Well, who are you scared of on Pittsburgh? But, but oh, they got come on, they, Chase Claypool's just a guy. No, 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 no. Deontay Johnson's that real Johnson's scary. I'd take their receivers scary. over ours without De- even Deont- thinking. Pickens, about it. Pickens, Deontay Johnson, and Claypool. Pickens a rookie. He hasn't done anything yet. We don't know what he is. These guys are. These guys are. I've seen. Chase Claypool make catches. Nobody's I have, scared of Chase Claypool. I have not seen Anthony Schwartz <laughs> catch a football under five yards. I hear you. But Ch- let's not get crazy about Chase Claypool. He, he's he's, he's, he's you take the Steelers receivers over the I Browns? would, okay. but I don't think it's a huge gap because you, I think Amari Cooper's as good as Deontay t- Johnson. T- t- tell me, what, y'all, tell me what you would do against the Browns, DeQuell. Yeah. DeQuell, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah it, it wouldn't scare me at all because you're going to load the box and you're going to roll everything you know, to Amari Cooper. And we said this when the Amari Cooper signing happened. I remember talking about it. There's a he, he's a he's a great receiver to have in addition to, but he's not just a receiver that's going to be able to you know coverage his role to him. He's not that guy that's going to be explosive and make explosive plays week in and week out. Now is he a surefire or steady hands or route runner and all these different things? Absolutely, but you know the Browns don't really frighten you from a receiving core standpoint, and until they show teams. They can, they can, you know, other guys can step up and you have to play a softer coverage. You're going to load the box for the run and you're going to roll everything to Amari Cooper. And if there's a lot of weight putting on Amari Cooper this year, as it stands right now, if these other guys don't show up, is he up for the task? You and I will all probably agree. We hope so. But he hasn't shown that in years past. And maybe this is a new year. Maybe he turns the, turns the page. But um, there's going to be a, a, an enormous amount of pressure on him to get things done, and it's going to take those other guys to step up. I do feel like we're all sort of glossing over the fact that we are also graced with having one of the highest paid tight ends in the NFL <laughs> to throw well, to as well. And by the way, I don't uh, care how many but, guys. But not you, highest productive. Right. I don't, I don't care I didn't say how that. many guys you put in the box. They've been putting a million guys in the box since Nick Chubb's been here. You ain't stopping Nick Chubb no matter how many but you guys. Also you also aren't winning if that's all you can do. Of course, I agree with you. Right. Yes. So, but by the way, we're ignoring the fact that Kareem Hunt is a major weapon in the passing game. I'd like to see it here. How about all the people saying, <laughs> let's, 
How about all the people? How about all the people saying like when Kareem Hunt tried to make, tried to uh, be like, I want a contract. I loved everybody who was just like, fine, get out of here, Kareem Hunt. Like we can, we can <laughs> right. just throw this talent away. I know because we got Dearness Johnson showed up last year and everybody's excited game. about this rookie. But we are just such jerks as fans. Right. Where we're just like, fine, walk, Kareem Hunt, you incredible weapon. You ungrateful. Son <laughs> who's of under a... contract? I, I just hate Nick us. Nick Nuggets, sometimes. what do you got? Well, we're talking about running backs, so I got to ask you this question. Yesterday on the show, G. Bush said that Nick Chubb was better than Emmett Smith. <coughs> and I'm just, I want to throw that take into your life. Yes. It wasn't me. This is not what? a Mike Lucas take. Well, let's not, I, I, that's overstating it. I, I think what he said was. Own it, G. Bush. What I said was. Compare yourself, G. What I said was when you look at pound for pound, you look at skill set for skill set, when you look at. What he's able to do on the football and field. And who Emmett had playing who, with him. And who Emmett Smith had playing with him. You had Eric Williams. You had Hall Nate of Famers. Hall of Famer. He had yeah. Hall of Fame caliber. He even had And fullbacks. he's a Hall of Famer deservedly and, so. And Emmett sure. Smith is. But, yeah. but I said, respectfully, you know, when you say respectfully, the disrespect's coming. Mm-hmm. Respectfully, <laughs> if, you, if you name the top 10 running backs, you'd be hard-pressed for a real dude to say, well, I got Emmitt Smith in my top 10. All time. All time. It's I think hard. a lot of people would. It's, it's hard. I can give you five right now. Yeah. If you say Gail Sayers, you say Jim Brown, mm-hmm. you say Tony Dorsett, you say O.J. Simpson. Walter Payton. Walton Payton. That's already oh. that five. Ba- you looked up Barry Sanders. <laughs> Barry Sanders is six. No, you're just <laughs> rattling I'm off. just rattling. I ain't even thinking about and, it. Like, and, and the point is, I think the apples to apples stat when it comes to running backs is yards per carry. And by that metric... There's only two guys that's ever carried the rock that have yeah. done it better now, per carry. He's now, made to be fair, some of those guys late in their careers had their numbers drop because they weren't as yes. good. That's and Nick Chubb hasn't reached that point. No, Dick, Quill, yet, how, Dick Quill, how do you feel about that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, man, that, that's tough. I, listen, I, I love uh, Nick Chubb. Now, if he can do this over a course of, you know, the duration years. of his career and he can and he can win a Super Bowl and 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 the Browns go on to, to be who they we think they could be in the near future. I think that that's that's a legitimate argument. But right right now, as it stands, his project he's projected to be really, really good and potential Hall of Famer. But it's hard for me to put him over. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I I can see the comparison, but it's hard for me to put him over Emmitt Smith. I know that's not what you're saying, putting him over Emmitt Smith right now. Yeah. yeah, Here's a fair way of saying it. If, if you were, if you could do this and you can't, but if you could plug Nick Chubb in his prime into an offense uh-huh. that include Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin, mm-hmm. the, Larry Allen on the on the great line, great offensive line, Novacek, a great tight end, great running oh, back. Yeah. Like my God, yeah. and plus you got to look at the errors. The, 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 the errors are different. They it's throw the ball. Game. They yeah. throw the ball a lot more. They, there's more carries back then. But well, that's a great they, argument. I think the bottom line is, if you're making an all-time list of running backs right now, Emmitt Smith's got to be ahead of Nick Chubb. No yes, doubt. Yes, sure. But I think it's Absolutely. possible that when it's all said and done, Nick yes. Chubb could be ahead of Emmitt Smith 
depending you know he's from, capable yeah. of being better to point, the end he, of he better win at least one super bowl yeah yeah, yeah. and he's yeah. got it and yeah. he's got it That's well i mean i don't know i mean i'm taking barry sanders every day over right. emmett smith yeah and he, and he never went on anything it wasn't his fault a running no. back can't control that no i know i take it, you know how you know how legacy voters are. Yeah, i hear you they want I, it, they want to see hardware for individual mm-hmm. and team i take emmett smith over any back i've seen play ever including uh, walter emmett Payne. smith over and, anybody anybody i've seen play over barry i'm sorry sanders. barry sanders okay I barry sanders, I'm yes, barry yes, sanders. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. how about you dequel you taking barry sanders or you taking somebody else absolutely does that mean i mean the only person i would probably even think about taking over barry sanders Sanders is maybe OJ or 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 Jim Brown um, was pretty good. Yeah, Jim Brown on time though. You know, it's like, yeah, but yeah, you're right. But yeah, Barry is hard to it's it's hard for, for you to choose anyone over Barry. Barry was just special, and he was on a he was on a team that didn't win. They and that was an era where they ran the football yeah. every snap. It wasn't a throwing league, once. and the guy yeah, wasn't the once. biggest guy. He had, enough, he had no talent around him. He had a uh, what's his name? Herman Moore was a pretty Herman, good receiver. Moore, he had. Right? But yes. they had they never had a good quarterback really. I mean he I mean that guy just I mean he was just a freak. Like it, I, I don't know. I've never seen anything like the way and he the, moved. And there was back. gas left in his tank when he walked away. Remember him in college? Yeah. Like in college, he was putting up like absurd. He was putting up quarterback numbers in college. And then yeah, the same thing happened with the same team with Calvin Johnson, where another just all timer like that just shows up on the and wastes a wonderful I'm, career yeah, right. on this on this yeah. miserable team. Yeah, anyway. there, there's two. Yeah. There's I will say this. I I, I think that you know people are talking about Nick Chubb and maybe you don't have enough to pay him. Nick Chubb is definitely one of the guys that fits the mold of. One day he no wakes doubt. up and says, I don't want to play no more, and he's just done. Yeah. And we would be yeah. devastated. Yeah. Like, what like, you mean? Like yeah. Barry Sanders. Like, yeah. what you yeah. talking about? Yeah. We, you guys, five more years, dog. He's like, nah, yeah. just and we'll never, right out. And then we'll never see him again. Ever. <laughs> never. Just never talk just, again. No, he's not going to, like, go he ain't on doing, He ain't doing the media tour. There's no, none of that for he, Nick Chubb. To quote the yeah. Indians, uh, now Guardians owner, Dolan, Enjoy him while you have him. Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> no, Trump's, he's Big going to the woods and we'll never see him again. My work here is done. trying to chime in. Oh, oh sorry. Sorry. Well, yeah, my, yeah. my bad. My bad. I was Speaking of Barry Sanders, so I had the privilege of uh, a guy named Kevin Glover, who he, who oh, was yeah. his center for eight years. He actually is a University of Maryland graduate, and we become really good friends over the years. And he would tell me stories about Barry and just how just soft-spoken he was. But, but again, you know, the fraternity, I can't really talk about it on camera, but <laughs> the guys, they always get together once a year, and Barry's always there. And just the camaraderie between the offensive linemen and Barry, he still takes care of those guys even to this day. And it's, it, it's really unique stories that he's told me over the past, and I've had the you know, opportunity to, to kind of you know listen to him. And I feel like I know Barry, even though I've never met him. A ton of great stories from Kevin That's Glover, cool. who played him. He was. I, I have one funny Barry Sanders story. And when you when you go to the Super Bowl, um, and as media, you're doing one interview after another with Hall of Famers, and they're just bringing them through, and it's just one for the entire two hours show. And one year Barry Sanders was in, and he was pitching Mastercard, and he had a shirt on with the logo, and that's yeah. the Super Bowl really is a pitch yes. dream mm-hmm. because yeah, yeah. they're all making right. money and they're selling stuff. So we're on the set, and it's always the payoff question is the last one. You know, you talk about the Super Bowl matchup and his career and everything else. And they say, hey, Barry, what are you doing here at Super Bowl? And that's when he's supposed to deliver his spiel. And he's like, well, you know, I'm here on behalf of Visa. And I I literally froze. Oh, my God. I froze in my seat because I'm looking at a shirt that says MasterCard. And I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm trying desperately to get him out of it. 
but he's no, he oh. knows what the spiel oh. is, and he's going to deliver it. Oh, oh my God. And he's right. raving about Visa. Oh. And he's raising about, raving about Visa and all their services. Mm-hmm. And we go to commercial. Yeah. And, you know, uh-huh. and we're on site, too, so there's yeah. a lot of people around. Oh, my God. And this PR, the PR woman with MasterCard came running over, and she grabs him, and she's like, Barry, we're MasterCard. Oh, God. And you could just oh, see, you could see the life drain oh, out of Barry's face. Hard. I saw him thing, later it, that week oh, at another Super Bowl brutal. F- event. And I I felt the need to apologize to him. I don't know why. Yeah. I just I just basically was saying, Barry, I am so sorry for what happened. <laughs> for what He's you like, did. Hey, man, it's my fault. Yeah. And I yeah. said, hopefully, hopefully it didn't it didn't hit you too hard. And I, I can't remember what the dollar amount was. I think they docked him fifty thousand dollars for whatever they were oh, paying. It was a big oh, number. Yeah. By the way, Dequell, we you know two running backs none of us even mentioned which which is absurd. Marshall Falk and Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shoot. The list yeah. is long. Yeah. I mean, the list those is long. are two, the yeah. all-time greats right there. We didn't even mention those. The list is long. And ESPN, now, real quick, ESPN released their list of goats mm-hmm. last week. And yeah. We, we had it on our prelim rundown twice. We haven't done it yet. Well, <laughs> you want to do it on Friday with us? Go over sure. who ESPN yeah. picked the goats. Yeah. We'll do that Friday with the Quell. It's a little uh, cool, cool. activity. And before we let the Quell go, I do want to see. Let's pull up the tag board. The Quell, we got this picture from your Instagram. Where'd, wow. you go, where'd you go biking and asking? Yeah, give DeQuel? us the backstory here. Right. Dude, also, what's up with I'm the body armor? DeQuell, what are you, yeah, in the listen. CIA now? <laughs> are you are you hanging out with secret agent Peyton Hillis? I mean, what no, are you doing not, there? Not, come on. Come nothing, on, nothing secret service. Why? But I'm living. I'm trying to live my best life, man. You now are. That I, you know, this is my fifth year being retired. Uh, so I've always wanted to do, you know, mountain biking. So I'm in Aspen, Aspen Mountains. Literally, you need all the body armor because... The, the mountain, you're on, you're like 11,000 feet high and it's separated through, like if you go skiing, it's green slopes, uh, blue slopes and black slopes. So I chose the green and I'll tell you, the paths are probably about three feet wide and it is scary and it is an adrenaline rush. Ooh. So yes, they asked me if I wanted to wear the helmet, the shoulder pads, the knee pads, everything. I was like, absolutely yes, because I need to come home. But it, it, was, a, it was a great time. <laughs> I need to come home. Not, not, yeah. Now, the Quells, I think they, you know, brother to brother, I think they set you up a little bit. Now, you know, we kind of dark. You got the whole black cat suit on. Yeah. You be yeah, out there I look like dehydrated. Like, am I cramping? <laughs> yes. You have all black on yeah. next to the sun. Like, I, I commend you, my brother. In one of the richest, whitest towns in America. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do. I, what I, could go wrong? I did everything, G. Bush. Um, <laughs> hey, zip line. Um, yeah, hey. I did some. Uh, rafting, I did it all, man. I did what it all. I, what it's I love about Dequell is uh, you hear about all these things like skeet shooting and mountain biking. He's and you're doing like, it all. Yeah, that stuff I'll never do. Yeah. But Dequell's like got a list somewhere. Yeah. He's just checking them all mm-hmm. off. Yeah. What's next? Mm-hmm. What's your next big adventure? Skydiving? So probably next summer, I'll probably do paragliding. I thought oh, about doing awesome. it. I'm a, So here's the thing. I'm afraid of heights. It's not my, you know, I'm afraid of heights, but I just, I do it because it's a thrill. And that's yeah. probably the next thing on the bucket list I want to do and uh, dive with great um, cage dive with great whites. But that'll be yes. sometime Ooh. down. Hey, so would yeah, you man, jump out of an airplane? Would you parachute jump? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would. Why I'm is terrified. Code, I'm, why is Code Red Mountain Dew not sponsoring this and you? Should. I know, they should be. Code Red Mountain Dew, sponsor shout, him. Shout out to you breaking the mold, man. Yeah, really. Stereotypes yeah. are not true. It's not very often <laughs> you find a black man talking about he about to get in a cage with, with great white sharks. That's not <laughs> yeah, man. 
Shout out to you, my brother, man. I didn't know that was only a white thing. Yeah. I'm terrified of doing it. And when I when I do something, when I conquer a fear, I just feel that much more empowered, man. It's like, you know, I got to find a drill in the breast somehow now that I can't tackle anyone. So my wife thinks it's okay. Our insurance is up to date. She always reminds me. Roundstone. You know what? Jackson really is the most interesting man in the world. He is. Yes, he is. Have you been to Mount Rainier? I have not. I have not. I just went, and unlike you, I wasn't mountain biking or anything. I just drove up. You throw yourself down the mountain? I, I did some walking. Sure. I did some walking. But, dude, I mean, you love all this nature and all. You got to get there, yeah. man. It's amazing. Okay. Okay. I got to check it out. I'm into it. Yeah. I'm definitely into He'll it. He'll go next week. You know, we, <laughs> we love to travel to eat and do all that stuff, but now I'm into the outdoorsy stuff. Now that I can bring my son, we both mountain climb, or, um, or uh, what do we call it? Uh, climb, we, we, Climb rocks or mountain oh, climbing. rock climbing. Rock climbing. Rock climbing. Oh, I was yeah. terrible. Oh my god. Oh my. <laughs> Look at that. I was terrible. You know the people that are good at it are like McNuggets. They're like, no, yeah, it definitely has to be a weight limit. No, the, the, the light guys kill it. Let me try. I went on a yeah. date, a rock climbing date the other day, and I got embarrassed. This no, girl showed me up so bad. Wow. Oh, wow. A rock so no, hard. Where we want to get back my wife to rock climbing me. date. Rock climbing with an eight-year-old girl. She was on a harder course than I was, and she was far ahead of me. Yeah, and I could, the she, lighter she you are, the easier it is. Yeah. yeah, and I had to. I had. I got to a point where I was like, my hands are killing me. My mm. core is not strong enough. This is not going to happen today. You're and trying to lift a lot more up a mountain. For yeah. us big people like me and DeQuell, you know. Yeah. yeah. Right. so much you body mass around. Are you it's tough for us to get up the mountain. No, those kids are like lemurs. They can skitter right Mike's up there. Mike's date uh, was with an 80-year-old girl, by the way. It's really interesting. <laughs> he likes to date older. Mm-hmm. Hey, DeQuell, thanks for coming on. Right. Have a great time in Italy. All right, hey. send us a postcard. All right. Always. Sure, this is so, water, actually. Friday. This is oh, water. Back Friday. Okay, good. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. See you, DeQuell. Bottoms up, my friend. Take care, guys. Salute to Quell Jackson. We'll see him Friday before he goes to Italy. He so, yeah. is. He's coming okay. back one more one more time before Friday. We will do the ESPN goat list breakdown where they got it right, where they got it wrong. Okay. Because a Brown was named a goat and a Cleveland native was named the second goat. So okay. didn't they do the goat like four? Oh no, that was the, some somebody else did like a Mount Rushmore of every city's players, hmm. like top four players yeah I, I i saw that once that might have been bleacher I, I, or something i don't, I don't, I don't remember know. if espn was doing that wasn't that or not, that's not the article we're gonna do friday okay. we're gonna do yeah. something a little different on friday if you're looking for the most comprehensive nfl draft coverage this offseason look no further than the locked on nfl scouting podcast join the draft dudes kyle Krabs and joe marino as they go position by position through the nfl free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 nfl draft if you want to know who your favorite nfl team should be adding to its roster you need to check out locked on nfl scouting available on youtube and wherever you get your podcasts part of the locked on podcast network your team every day